You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes. I'm your host, Trilificent. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. If you want additional content from me and my squad, or you just want to support the show and Flawless Noises Media Network, subscribe to the Flawless Noises Patreon. It's patreon.com slash flawless noises. Or you can buy some merch. Gay Side Story shirts are available. So go to flawlessnoises.com slash store and pick something up. And now let's start the show. Another week, another return guest, an illustrious one at that, with the voice that so many gays love. I got Baby Huey on the show now with acting credits, (laughs) Baby Huey (laughs) (laughs) 2.0, new and improved. You know what I'm saying? You know, know, I'm I'm, I'm rebranding as Huey DeMarco now, a little bit more mature. Come through, rebrand. A little bit more sophisticated, you know, but I got to keep Huey in there. Okay. But the social media is just saying, baby, mm-hmm. Huey. But I just figured, you know, acting credits wise, Huey DeMarco will look cuter on the screen than baby Huey, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm here for it. I'm here for <laughs> it. And DeMarco's actually like my government middle name. So, like, I didn't just pull it out my ass. Oh, you better than me. <laughs> 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 like, if I if I were to ever act, I'm like, okay, let me look through the list and find a name that ain't. <laughs> I'm just going to make it up. <laughs> Be like, no, don't don't put my government name as my acting name. I don't know. I don't want people Look, looking for and me. And I'm so upset that that's what they've done. And I'm like, can you not do that? And they was like, um, we're just gonna put you running. I'm like, but I don't want that. Yeah, that's, it didn't make sense to me because that's I not my stage name. I had two years of baby Huey working under my name, but niggas don't want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. It's cool, mm-hmm. whatever. Well. Still with the acting credit. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So let's slide into our first segment. Let's go. Question. First question. It's not really a question, but I felt like it was appropriate. So I want to have you talk a little bit about the Boys Love series. If my listeners are unaware, Baby Huey is one half of boys love beyonce which obviously is a beyonce podcast and recently added to the roster is boys love mariah which obviously <laughs> and we love legends coincidentally enough each show features one of the co-hosts of what about your friends so with beyonce you have charnel and with mariah you have frankie both of whom have been on this show so shout out to uh, I was gonna say black gay, but one of them is not a black gay. So <laughs> shout out! I don't know. Shout out to collaboration. There you go. Queer people of color. There you go. And I should have known that. I got a whole hashtag for it, but that's fine. <laughs> Love me through it. <laughs> Love me through it. So yeah. So talk a little bit about those series and what inspired you to start them. Um. So for Boys of Beyonce, we did that one first, and at one point we had a um. It was like a group chat. And it was me, KT, and Gabby from um, Talk It Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charnel was in it, um, and whoever else. And then KT made a comment. It was like, "You guys just on a podcast about me." And I was like, "Hmm, this this might be lucrative." So it, it took um, 
a long time. Like we started talking about it, then we stopped, and then we talked about it a little bit more, then stopped. I was like, look, we gotta do this if we wanna do it. Just stop talking and do it. Um, and we started it, and we have a really good time. And one of the reasons I wanted to do it was because I'm, you know, I've been on this journey of growth and and betterment and all that shit. Um, and I didn't want to continue doing like the pop culture dragging people kind of thing anymore. Um, it was it it just wasn't fun to me anymore. It wasn't. I was like, okay, everybody's on it. You know, it's funny, he ha but I'm kind of over it. Um, and that's part of the reason why when we stopped doing my first podcast, the Clement I Jam, it's been a while of us trying to figure out how we want to go about doing that and bringing that back. Because I said I don't want to be the messy pop culture gay podcaster anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm, I'm just generally happier and in a better place. So it's like, I don't want to do that. When I was miserable, it was fun. But now it's just like, uh, I'm good. So <laughs> it was a, honestly, it was an opportunity for me to still kind of be, you know, in a pop culture realm, which I thoroughly love and enjoy. But, you know, it, the purpose of it was to talk about something that I love and, and, and celebrate the, the divine deity that is Beyonce. Um, and so I know it's great and we balance each other out very well. Um, so I'd be like, oh, peace and Palo Santo. And he'd be like, fuck that face. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's, it, it, it's dope. Um, and then we were on Twitter one day and I was, uh, I made a joke about doing a, a Boys Up and Ride with Frankie. And I was like, yo, that can actually be a thing. So I hit up Frankie. I was like, do you want to do this? And he was like, yeah. And then that's how Boys Up Mariah came. And Again, it's just another opportunity for me to still engage um, with pop culture, but it being out of a main act of, of love and admiration. And that's not to say that I'm always all peace and rainbows and shit, because I, I throw my shade and everything too. But the the purpose of it for me is to be happy and express love for shit, because I feel like there's not enough of that. Okay, fair enough. Well, you guys, check out Boys Love Beyonce and Boys Love Mariah. Links to all of that good stuff will be in the show notes as always. And, and now... There will be more Boys Love things oh. to come. Most likely. I'm, I'm plotting and planning. No, I'm a very busy man. So I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I definitely want to do more. Um, I have some stuff in mind. So we'll see where that goes. I want to start a whole boys love empire. Um, so we'll see. Okay. Just out of curiosity, could you see yourself, or do you see yourself personally doing more, or is it more like an oversight type thing? Like if if you say, okay, I'm gonna do a boys love. I don't know pizza rolls. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I. Both actually, I want to do more because there are more artists that I I thoroughly enjoy and mm-hmm. just will love to talk. And that's another thing about both those two is artists that I love and things that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's not always like a 
easily accessible conversation. So I've created this space where I can talk about the things I want to talk about mm-hmm. with uh, with people who want to talk about it just as much as I do. And we can just have a good time standing out over Legends. Like, it's just dope. Um, so it's more people that I do want to, you know, do shows about. Um, but also as an oversight thing, too, because I, I understand that I have a very uh, limited, not not limited, but my my interests aren't everybody's. Um, well, I, I mean, I was thinking more so of time. <laughs> you, have, you do have a limited amount of time, so... Oh, that is a thing. Time is a man-made concept. Um, it well, yeah, it's easy to say that <laughs> until you start missing stuff because there's not enough time in the day to get everything done. But you know, that too, you know, that too. But we'll see. But um, I would love to just like just if a boys love network. I don't know, but let's just as black people and, and people of color just start talking about the shit that we love and start putting energy into the stuff that we don't. All right. Let's uplift as opposed to trash and drag. I don't know. Come through, <laughs> baby kumbaya. Slight work, light work, you know. I'm a, I'm a work in progress. Yeah. I'm a seed growing into a flower, you know. Okay. A lotus flower, apparently. <laughs> I'm hey, here I for it. I have one of those tattooed on my body, so it works so <laughs> I be knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for the actual first question, if you were or are on a dating app with a swipe feature, what's one thing that would always make you swipe right? Okay, what does right mean? Right is like. Left is don't like. Okay, so this is the thing. I'm very picky. So I I wanted to get on Tinder at one point, and then it was like, Oh, log in with Facebook. And I was like, I'm not making a Facebook, so fuck you. Um, but I think it would be very awkward and interesting for me to swipe right on anybody because, number one, a cute face is is fine and dandy, but I'd be wanting to know more information before I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're interesting. Like, where are you from? What's your relationship like with your parents? You know, have you have you ever been to therapy? Did you enjoy it? Did you learn anything? Are you still in therapy? Are you on anything because of therapy? Um, are you on anything because you need to go to therapy? So me swiping right is I need more information. Like it's well, okay. So it depends on what you use. Like, and it depends on the people that use it. But Tinder, you know, they they have things where you can fill it out. But I mean, they're not. It doesn't go to that extent like you want to have a whole conversation you got to swipe right to have a conversation which i understand you want to know more about who you're talking to but i get what you mean if it's like a there's no information it's just solely a picture right it's like um well it's like limited general information and that's why like one thing about the apps that i didn't really like is like i like natural attractions and just like things happen naturally mm-hmm. without the intent of me you know trying to link up with somebody or make like that stuff's always awkward for me because i get too technical with it and I, I get too in my head mm. um i don't want to say nothing but 
Oh, I, I, I know my flaws. I know. I know. I'm exactly where they left. And I will let you know up front. I'll be thinking too much. But um, so that's why it was always weird for me on acid. It's like, okay, I'm on here with the intent and purpose of this specific end goal. So I have to pretty much be strategic. I have to be smart. I have to engage and I need to know these things so I can reach this goal. As opposed to just natural interactions with people that like this out is I really don't have any goal with you. And then something dope just forms and it's just like, oh, this works. It's great. I like this. We can do this more often. Um, Fair enough. I mean, I think so, it's different for everybody because it, it definitely is. I can see that, but I'm like the whole time you were saying that, I'm like that is that is beautiful for you, no, Huey DeMarco. Like people, but for me, I'm like quote unquote natural people lie, <laughs> <laughs> people lie, people fake, and you know they do. But I can tell when people are lying in my face better than when they are lying on the app. Yeah, I'm like the way the way your shoulders are shifting. I don't like. <laughs> it's like, hmm. oh no, your ass is doing this thing when you say certain things and it don't make sense. See if I add up the inflictions in your voice don't well, make sense to me. It's not sitting right in my spirit, so I won't move until it does. Yeah, I can see that, but some people we can be honest in this conversation there's a lot of gays who believe their own lies so you wouldn't necessarily <laughs> even know that they're lying because hell to them they're not lying it's it's the truth and then later on you find out like oh so you don't do any of the things that you said you do you know you know what i'm saying so but i what i do appreciate about your answer is that it's different strokes for different folks and you recognize and you operate in what works for you yeah and the thing is i don't i'm i'm not a big uh people person like that as it is so <laughs> let the like, record show <laughs> I'm, learning, like, I'm already like okay i would much rather go home than to sit here and talk to a complete stranger and i think that lack of interest makes me more open because like i really don't give a fuck about being here or talking to you so I'm just more open and more relaxed and more myself in a sense, as opposed to when I'm intentionally trying to to match or talk to someone. And it's like, okay, I have to make sure that I'm presenting myself in a way that's authentic, but still, you know, impressive in a certain way. And uh, and yeah, you definitely overthink that. <laughs> I overthink, and yeah, it's no. just like that's uh, nah. Even when I was trying to like hook up and get you know some skins or something, it was it was a lot of thought and hmm. Okay, they live this far. What's the likelihood of me running into them in the Target oh, or grief. at the Wawa gas? All right, all right, baby night. philosopher. All right, <laughs> come on, mm, baby. Do I give Socrates. them the real name? Do I give them Huey? Do I just give them a completely different name? Ooh. I didn't get a face pick. Oh my goodness. I'm kind of concerned about that. Ugh. What does their bathroom look like? Because I don't want them coming to my house. It's just a lot. Obviously. Well, <laughs> let let the record show that the likelihood of you having a mutual swipe on maybe Huey is zero. 
So, with that being said, (laughs) (laughs) let's wrap up this segment with a question from you. Um, What are some things that would make you swipe left? Everything. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. What what are some things that make me swipe left? Um, Yeah, just the top three things that come to your mind on that. Okay. Um number one is not having a picture or having a picture of something that is not you Mm. i'm going to immediately swipe left they do that yes like on the like jack dish i can understand but on the app where it's like (laughs) the picture is 99.9 percent of everything (laughs) yeah 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 it's like I'm trying to find a person, not a me. Yeah, yeah. No okay. picture. Having a picture of something random, like a barbecue grill or something, or having a picture <laughs> with multiple people in it. So I don't know which one is you, and I'm not about to swipe through to figure out which one is you. <laughs> or are weird. having a picture where it's like you and one or two other people, and the other people are blurred out. I'm also going to swipe left because I understand that we have pictures that we love of ourselves that have other people in it. But on a dating profile, please let us use some discernment. You are using a smartphone. Take a selfie. (laughs) Why would you do this? Why are you blurring out Margaret from the time y'all went to your best friend's wedding last summer in the picture? Just use a different picture. And I'm I'm doing better with certain things. Um, at one point, I wouldn't talk to people if they're uh, if they couldn't like type if their syntax and grammar were bad. Like <laughs> if they confused on their homophones. Yeah, I get really upset. I'm a work in progress with that. I still get upset over a part and a part. I really get upset about that. Yeah, I'm a work in progress. Um, so it's like, mm, do I want to block you? <laughs> I don't block, but I'm a work in progress when it comes to that. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, what are they trying to say? But if I'm being a piece of shit, I'm going to read what you write. And if I don't understand it, then I'm not going to reply. Uh, like, so there, there, and there. Like, that's not a simple typo. That's, that's deliberate. <laughs> weather and weather. Yeah, oh, I've never seen that one. Oh, that would make me mad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> be like storm did not get on x-men the animated series and give you the speeches of life for you to be using the wrong weather in a fucking sentence (laughs) (laughs) um okay so that's pretty much my main thing that will make me swipe left um what else if if it's just some weirdness obviously i'm gonna swipe left you know if uh that's pretty i mean the main things are just the pictures like because not everyone has a profile so i can't say that there's something that always would make me swipe left in a profile because not everyone fills it out Mm. um yeah that's pretty much them i don't know if i have three top three things usually like all right this is kind of weird you don't you have a picture and I can clearly tell this is probably your mom, but you have your mom blurred out. I don't know why you would do that. Why wouldn't you just use a different picture instead of going through all of the trouble of blurring people out of the picture? Um, 
And then, like I said, not having them. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. I mean, besides the the obvious stuff, if I don't find them (laughs) aesthetically pleasing, I mean, that's obvious, a swipe left. Um, if it's, (laughs) if it's somebody I know, (laughs) they're like, oh, look, recycled trash. (laughs) Left. Not recycled trash. Left. Or if it's like a friend to be like, ooh, girl, nope. Left. Left. It was always funny when I was like, I don't recognize this person. I've seen this person before, or I know them personally. I'm like, this is funny. Yeah, my favorite thing just, is seeing someone that you've talked to before on like Jacked or something on like Tinder, and seeing the complete 180 in their in their like biographies and stuff. It's like, oh, you're like an actual <laughs> real person on Tinder on Jack. You just a piece of shit yelling at everybody for X, Y, and Z. It was like, huh? If, who would have thought it was a complete turn off? Oh, it's like number yeah. one. Why are you yelling? <laughs> yeah. Turn the caps lock off. Number two, the app is such trash. Nigga says ain't shit. Why are you here? Yeah. Go to church. Yeah. You could have had a V eight or like John says a fresca. <laughs> and yet, like, why are here, you here you are, and that and you took the time to caps lock and type all of this when you could have gone and done something else. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't understand personally understand using the about me section to be negative and yell and talk about all the things you don't like but to each their own like they're on the wrong there's a a nice app called talk (laughs) space they should try that one and and because maybe there'll be some resolution i'm a i'm a man about resolving things you know i like things coming to a great you know as positive as possible and um and all that yelling and shit. What what's the purpose? Yeah. What was the reason? Did um, you get the girl? Did you get the car? <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone say this. They're like all black people should get access to free therapy, and I feel like all minority LGBT people should too, because a lot yes. of our brethren y'all need therapy. Now I'm not going to unblock you, but I would like for you <laughs> to get therapy. <laughs> Fix yourself yeah. up and, and talk it out and become a better person for someone else. Not me, because like I said, I'm not going to unblock you. <laughs> um, So I think that's going to wrap up this first segment. It was a good little conversation. But now we're going to saunter over into the main topic. You see how I set up that transition? Yes, yes you did. When you <laughs> when you do podcastry, <laughs> oh, so uh, we're talking about self care and mental health and wellness again this week. So I came across an article on Hornet dot com called Eleven Tips for Maintaining Mental Health and Wellness." So let's go through this and see what makes sense. Maybe what we can adopt and what we and our unprofessional opinions think people may not need to necessarily listen to. Uh, I agree. And I feel like with some of them, too, um, they were really general. And I feel like some nuance needs to be added to some of them. That's usually the case um. for my episodes <laughs> with articles. And that's really kind of the fun <laughs> where it's like, hmm, so didn't 
editor look at this and not tell you that this is not really achieving what you say but let's let's see let's reserve judgment that I need to have professional screen days well you asking for a lot (laughs) so the, (laughs) the article starts off by saying every day there are factors that play a part in the lived experiences of gay and bisexual men of color from racism to homophobia LGBTQ people are constantly under attack and under scrutiny for the way we express ourselves, for the way we dress, for the way we breathe. When layering in the lack of representation and body diversity in media, the lack of visibility of healthy relationships and the lack of safe spaces, one can help but look at the overall impact on mental and emotional health. They just ran the gamut on that one. All right, so let's get started. Let's see what what you talking about. What you talking about, Willis? so number one says talk to someone this sounds like this is reiterating what baby Hugh has said multiple times yes it says talking to somebody (laughs) yeah sometimes living this life can be hard there's nothing wrong with talking to someone misunderstanding and stigma surrounding mental health are widespread despite all the effective treatments for mental disorders there is a belief that they are untreatable or that people with mental disorders are difficult not intelligent or are incapable of making decisions not true there is nothing wrong with seeking support and there's nothing wrong with you uh i don't really even have too much to add to this we've already said it (laughs) we are advocates for therapy (laughs) please indulge if you can now obviously if you can because i know not everyone is in the position but if you can financially if you can as far as insurance if you can if you have a job that lets you do that if you can find a therapist that works with your schedule if at all possible um generally speaking yeah talk to someone is great and i feel like we both kind of just kind of automatically jump to it being therapy um yeah, but that was going to be my when, next point. When talking to somebody, you have to make sure that you're talking to somebody that can actually support you. Don't talk to somebody who you you know or you feel isn't going to give you any, the support or, or what you need because then you're going to put yourself in a, a lower place. Um, if you're having issues, like identity issues when it comes to the credits, it might not be in your best interest to talk to, you know, your borderline homophobic relatives because that's going to put you in a worse position. Pay attention to what people do and what people say and use discernment in who you go to for what issues you have because some people will fuck you up even more than you're already messed up. I agree. Um, and make sure that when you are talking to somebody that they're actually in a place where they can help you. It's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, do you mind if I vent to you or like leave with that? Don't just automatically just jump and start dumping on people. Cause people have done that to me several times. And if I let that get in the way of me taking care of myself too often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yo, I had to get to the point where I was like, yo, I can't take on your stuff right now. Fair enough. Um, and a lot of people after that they would ask, you know, is it okay? You know, can I talk to you? Sure, we can talk. Or not now today, you know, I can't do that right now. And that's okay. And when people do say no, not right now, they can't today, it's nothing personal, it's nothing against you. But the same way you're going through things, 
the people are going through things too. And sometimes you can't really have the blind lead and the blind because then people fall off the cliff and die. All right. <laughs> so number two says, take a break. Log out of your social media. Leave your smartphone at home for a day. Disconnect from emails, alerts, and other interruptions. Spend time doing something fun and embrace being in the moment. Sometimes you need to take a moment. Step away and take that moment. I would expand this a little bit and I would say it doesn't necessarily have to be these types of things. Like sometimes you just need a break in general. Like the reason why I say that is because it kind of reinforces this stigma that social media is so bad and da 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 But like you said before, discernment is such a critical thing because social media affects everyone differently. I don't generally believe that it's just a huge negative space and there's only a little small pocket of sunshine, but it does affect us differently. Things that don't necessarily bother me might have you in uproar. So I think number one, being honest with ourselves about what we can and can't handle when we're on social media is important. But I also think it's just in general, because this could be more than just, quote unquote, interruptions. You might need a break from your partner. You might need a break from your best friend. You might need a break from yourself. Take a nap. (laughs) Let your mind. We love naps. Let your mind. Listen. (laughs) You don't know naps like I know naps. And I ain't talking about (laughs) hair. Um, (laughs) Sometimes you just need a break from different things. Sometimes you need a break from your diet. Whether it's good or sex. bad, a break from sex, a break from people, a break from the opposite sex, a break from coworkers. So I wouldn't limit it to just, oh, social media is why your mental health is da 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 da. I'm not discounting and I'm not saying that a lot of people aren't mentally affected by social media. I'm just saying that if we're talking about overall mental and general health, we need to be looking a little bit beyond the effects of social media because not everybody is even on social media like that so what do you have for those people and not everything is an interruption like okay we make it seem like these smartphones are such evil devices but it's like hell i wouldn't have even seen this article if it wasn't for a device so let's calm down a bit like you know (laughs) i would like to see more encouragement about being honest with ourselves versus just a blanket. Well, social media is the devil. So you need to log the fuck off and go take a walk in the park. It's like, well, I mean, you should do that anyway, but also maybe identify the things that are bothering you on social media and learn how to deal with them in a healthy manner. Right. But the main thing is just being honest because this may be controversial, but I say what the fuck I want to say. <laughs> and that is, I honestly feel like when it comes to social media, social media is not the problem. The problem is people have FOMO. They have a fear of missing out. And that's why they don't want to log off no matter how toxic it is for them. And that's a different thing, but we have to be honest with ourselves. And that's something that you probably need to talk to someone about because social media is not going to change for one individual person because they're being affected it just that's life but we what we can do is take these situations and figure out what works best for us and whether that's not being on social media because over the years i've seen people completely disappear from twitter 
they may reemerge on Instagram seven years later, or they may not. You may not ever see that person online again. They're doing what needs to be done for them, but not everyone is affected the same way. And it's kind of like always this blanket statement of the negativity of social media. But social media is a powerful tool, but it's only as powerful as you allow it in your personal life. Yeah. And that, that, let me. me though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm hearing that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that's from like a regular person's point of view. If you like have some notoriety on the internet, then that's different. And you probably need a real therapist because I don't have much for you. <laughs> I have the same advice. Good luck. Um, what's my, my advice would be if you have some notoriety, proofread and oh, have someone check your stuff before you send it. I, because listen, a lot of the, you can avoid a lot of pitfalls if you just take a second and be like, should I really tweet this? <laughs> and that applies to a lot of people, not just the non-blacks during Black History Month. <laughs> Some of the backs too, but no. Um, it's always. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree with everything you said, though. Um, social media is not as bad um, as it's it's made out to be. Sometimes I do feel like with our our generation or this plus uh, uh, millennials, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, we have uh, we're connected to our phones in a way that prevent us from connecting with ourselves in a sense. Like we're attached to it to the point where it's, oh, notification, let's check this, let's do this, whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and it distracts us from ourselves. Well, I, it distracted me from me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more I got into the habit of saying, you know what, I'm not going to be on my phone the more I was able to focus on myself and not compare myself to other people, um, not compare my situations to other people's situations and just navigate my my issues and my things in a way that was best for me and not in a way that reflected what other people did or, or what other people had to say. Um, so I, I benefited from just taking a break from technology and, and social media um, just because it was a distraction for me. Right. But you did um, that work. You had that self-awareness to realize that versus yeah. just a blanket. I'm unhappy. So let me get off social media. Cause I see that so much. Exactly. And it's just like, it's such a ham fisted approach. Like let's figure out what exactly is it for some people. They just need a break in general. Some yeah. people a specific thing. Some people they don't want to hear. You need to unfollow some of these people that you've been following for a decade. People change. Yeah, they may not. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not advocating for you to unfollow your bestie from 2009. But what I am saying is do what's best for you. For you. Exactly. And if some people, it's like like those friends that you have. It's like, OK, I can only take you in small doses. Like you Ooh. have those people in your life. No, I mean, it is, it's not nothing bad. Or it's wrong, no shade, but it is what it is. And not, usually people it's, like it's, that, it's, they know that there are a lot to take. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just and it, the same thing applies with social media um and you might have cultivated a timeline where it's a good mix of people who you know always has a spot on and something's like okay i'm tired of you um for me that's how my timeline is 
And I know when it's like, okay, overall, I don't feel like dealing with any of you. So I'm not going to get on. And there's nothing personal. It's just like, I know what y'all talking about. I know that I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to engage. I don't want to see it because I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go over here and handle my business. I'll check in on you guys later and see what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it's all about and, and knowing, you know, um, like knowing your, how you're vibrating. And if the timeline isn't matching how you're vibrating, get the fuck off. Yeah. And if you want to vibrate like the timeline, stay on it. Um, but it's also, like you said, your your family. Sometimes you gotta take a break from your house. I hate doing it, but I gotta leave sometimes. So come back, like, oh, I miss you so much. <laughs> um, get out your bed, you know, take a break from the bed. This is why I take naps on the floor sometimes. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's taking a break from anything that allows you to be distracted from yourself. Fair enough. All right. Number three says, celebrate your strengths. You've got plenty of good things going on. Is it your eyes, your sense of humor, your banging huevos, rancheros recipe? Girl. Okay. (laughs) Who wrote this? Right. Whatever they are, find those things, love them, and flaunt them. I agree with this. The only thing I would add to this is allow yourself to recognize what you're good at and i say that because it's something that i struggle with to this day but i think that it's very important to be able to say you know what i am good at this and there's nothing wrong with knowing that i'm good at this and then you celebrate it you know if you have a podcast listen you out here doing your podcast thing celebrate yourself Whatever it is, if you're a photographer, whatever your your passions are, whatever you're good at, listen, if you go to work and you are minding your business, doing what you got to do and getting your money and going home, hey, celebrate. Good times. Come on. Listen, it's the small things. If you and that's one thing I learned um, navigating depression and stuff. It's like celebrating the small things. But this when you like you just don't really want to get out of bed, you don't want to do nothing, you want to just not exist. Like, man, you brush your teeth, good for you. Now let's 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 try to one up that. Let's 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 get dressed and go outside. <laughs> Look at you, you are outside, very good. Um, well, I don't know if I would talk to myself with that tone, but I <laughs> see what you say. <laughs> That was kind of a snarky tone, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know. One thing I'm also very good at is self-deprecation. So I'm, I'm getting better at like not talking to myself, like I'm a complete piece of shit. Um, but yeah. All right. Number four says, (laughs) (laughs) take care of yourself. Be it a good night's sleep, a healthy meal, or a nice walk outside. Do what you need to do to make sure you are well and feeling good. This is an important one, especially for people of color, people who grew up um, like underprivileged, mm-hmm. um, didn't have access to a lot of things. Like this is a really important one. I um, I was in a store when I do like personal grocery shopping, and there was this lady. She was in like the little motorized scooter. Um, and she was like, can you pass me that one up there? 
this one died. I don't know why they think people want diet. I know they probably look at me and say, you probably need diet because you got this, 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 but I don't want no diet. I'm just sitting there looking like, lady, number one, it's not that serious for you to be going off like this. Number two, maybe you should, if you have all these ailments and, and issues that your diet plays a part in, maybe you should consider, <laughs> you know, consider taking care of yourself better in that manner. Um, but a lot of us don't have access or didn't grow up with access to that information to know how to eat better. And then some of us don't have the resources to eat differently or eat better. So so it it takes a lot of learning your body and learning what you need in terms of diet, in terms of of physical exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to learn what you need and take care of yourself based off of that, but you have to expose yourself to the information. Um, expose yourself to different methods of taking care of your mental health, whether it be journaling, whether it be, again, physical activity, whether it be taking a nap. Like, it's, it's a lot of different things to do. Mm-hmm. You have to find what works for you, and that's where I feel like a lot of people trip up. They don't want to take the time, that trial and error period of figuring out what works, because it's so draining. Absolutely. And Absolutely. When, when things don't work, it gets very discouraging when you just feel like you can't find anything. Yeah. that works but there are things we all have our things and it takes a lot of finding sometimes but don't stop looking for things that make you happy and ways to take care of yourself because that's what's honestly going to get you through a lot of shit yeah i just have to agree so number five says connect with others mm, do we have to okay whatever find you people <laughs> <laughs> Find people who make you smile and who you can have a sincere good time with. Your presence is enough. Connect with genuine people with healthy shared interests. And I like the fact that healthy shared interests was I like the fact that healthy was there. Yeah, I um, agree. Because again, speaking from personal experience, I've bonded with people over negativity and wondered why I wasn't moving forward um, in a way that I would apply to it because when you bond with people of negativity and every time you see them, you're engaging in whatever that negativity was, you're, you're not getting out of that space. Um, so it's important to, to connect with people who make you smile for positive things, not over hating something or just mutual dragging something. A lot of relationships can start that way, but as long as there always has to be a positive, a positive base there. Yeah, I agree with that. But I also would say that we have to be honest with ourselves about which connections are healthy and which ones aren't. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily always bounded by some type of negativity. It could just be that that person is, is exhausting to you. It could be that that person is ex- excitable and you have anxiety. So you kind of have to <laughs> make sure that the connections that you have are healthy for you. And yeah. you also have to be, and we have to be honest about this. Sometimes we have to say, you know what? Our connection has run its course. Number six, give yourself permission to be human. I don't and, like doing that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't like doing that at all. It's not 
something that I enjoy doing. I'm You're perfectly human. Brandy told us. I might just tell a lie. Come through. All right. It says okay, em- I won't do that, but. <laughs> embrace your skinny <laughs> arms or pudgy tummy. <laughs> you might not be the richest or the cutest or the smartest. This is a read. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're you. Embrace your own journey and know that where you are and who you are is enough. Easier said than done. But I think it that is. if you can get on that path, then it is very healthy and you do learn a lot. And I think that when you're able to do that, it also makes you or it makes it easier to connect with other people. Yeah. When you kind of give yourself that permission to just be normal, be regular not have to be propped up on a pedestal, not always have to be perfect, not perpetrating lies or flexing for the gram, whatever new terminology the youth use, the youth, all of we that still stuff. flex for the gram? I don't know. I don't know what they say. <laughs> but no. Um, I mean, they yeah, do. This... I just don't know what they call it these days. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is a big one to me because I know with me, like, I'll spot something that I don't like. Like, one day it was like, why is my forehead so big? And it spiraled into, like, a mental health moment where it was like, I just almost started crying. Um, but it was other stuff, like, this. It was a, that was, an, uh, what's it called? The straw on the canvas back. Yeah. It's like, my forehead's so big. But, um, but it's, I have a cute forehead. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's hard to do that, especially when, again, speaking from, from, from myself, um, when I have a lot of other stuff going on that's already, like, weighing on me, and then finding an imperfection with me or on my body or with uh, my acting or with the podcast, like, it just, it kills me. So I really had to learn to, again, disconnect from everything get off social media, stop finding people that I can compare myself to or situations to compare myself to and just sit in my own shit. Um, And that's what's helped me give myself permission to be human. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And embracing my own journey and all that stuff. Because I feel like a lot of times, especially with with us and being in, in a creative space, it's hard to not compare ourselves to other people's success and what other people are doing because we're in such a um, external validation realm. Like your success depends on how much other people like your stuff, and to a, a certain extent. So it's hard to um, knowing that okay, I need people to like my stuff. I think if I want to be successful. Yeah, I would say part of this also is that we have to learn that other people that are doing things that seem larger than life or they are achieving success, we crave that they're not superhuman. And I think that is something that, well, that's a different conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Boys love. No, um, But I think that sometimes a lot of people do that. They look at people like 
Beyonce. They look at their favorite celebrities. They look at influencers. They look at people that are just popular for whatever reason. And without using that terminology, they see them as big. They see them as perfect. They see them as more than human. They're larger than life. And then it makes it difficult to allow yourself to be human because you're thinking, well, why aren't I superhuman like them? Why Mm -hmm. aren't I achieving the things that they're achieving? Why aren't I in the rooms that they're in and doing the things that they're doing? Why don't people like my stuff like they like this? Yeah. I mean, whatever whatever your personal thing is, but I think that we just put people on such a high pedestal that it makes it difficult for us to give ourselves a break because you're constantly thinking I too should be on that pedestal. But here I am one of the ones holding it up versus being (laughs) propped up to sit on top of it. And all of that is, is negative thinking. And it, in this case, I can say, in my opinion, is more detrimental than anything. I, honestly, I don't see any benefit of doing that. But when you do it to the point that it is affecting your own self-image and your own self-worth, well, then you you definitely have a problem. Yeah, you gotta take a break. Yeah. Um, you know, me and my therapist talked about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's it's a rocket thing because we all want to be great we all want to be successful um but all we are or ever will be for of us human and we have to embrace that and, and be okay with quote unquote imperfections yeah alright um, they just suck <laughs> they're a pain in the ass true number seven says acknowledge how you feel When you can speak honestly to how you feel, you can begin to take the appropriate steps, be it fear, anxiety, loneliness, or confusion. Recognizing it allows for repairing it. So this goes to something that I've been saying on the show, I feel like a lot lately, about being self-aware. And I think that this is a good way to start getting on that path. Because self-awareness is difficult. It's uncomfortable. It sucks. Let's just be honest about that. But a good way that you can start is to acknowledge how you feel. Give yourself permission to feel. Acknowledge it. And then you will be better equipped to learn how to handle it and do whatever it takes to get over whatever the feeling is, whether it's these or something else. But you can't fix what you don't acknowledge is broken. Right. In in the words of uh, a great sage um, by the name of Tiffany Pollard, uh, last night I was talking to myself, as I often do since I'm my own best friend. Um, that's literally me. I talk to myself, not in the crazy, creepy way where it's like for long conversations, but I, instead of, I'm getting in the habit of trying to write in journal, but I been journaling out loud like I talk instead of writing it I don't record or anything which I probably should do but instead of writing my journal I I would speak it and hearing it for some like hearing myself 
say I am depressed at the first time I said it out loud and I heard it, it, it did something. And when I speak how I feel out loud and I hear myself saying it, it's, I don't know, it's weird for me, but it allows me to process things differently as opposed to telling it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but that acknowledgement coming from myself, I don't know, it, it works for me. No, that makes sense because I think that there is a difference between self-acknowledgement and acknowledgement with others because you look at things differently as you said when it's just you versus when you're trying to tell it to someone else and sometimes it could just be saying it out out loud whether it's to yourself or to someone else because oftentimes in addition to that we don't always have a good grasp of things until we hear it so sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of hearing it said out loud, whether it's you or someone else, but I can see what you mean about it being yourself because it's that much more intimate. Mm-hmm. But once you say it out loud, it gives it power and it could be the power of shaking you out of some shit and being like, wow, I'm out really out here being a whole idiot over this dude or over this woman or over this person (laughs) or you know i'm really at work people got me full circle fucked up at work and you don't even realize it until you say it out loud and you hear those words and you're like oh wait a minute there's some room for me to take my power back there's some space for me to do what is necessary but i wouldn't have had that if i didn't have that acknowledgement it just it works differently for different people i understand what you're saying on that one because there's been so many like yo you sound fucking stupid right now (laughs) like god damn it (laughs) yeah and i mean you know what there's nothing wrong with realizing that sometimes we're being stupid about something that's how we learn but that acknowledgement if you don't acknowledge then you don't learn and you're gonna keep repeating the same unhealthy patterns with the same mm-hmm. unhealthy relationships with the same fucked up individuals. It just is yeah, what it is. It makes so much sense when this is in your head. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Right. When you speak it, this is like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. That's not the conversation I had with myself earlier. What's really going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I would encourage you to record. Maybe not all of it when you do that, but sometimes, yeah. Because you never know, and sometimes hearing it, some and sometimes there's a difference between hearing it as you say it and hearing it back after it's mm-hmm. already been said. So I would definitely encourage that, and I'm saying that because now I'm thinking like maybe I should do that, <laughs> even though I hate going back and listening to myself. Listen, y'all don't understand how difficult it is for me to edit this show because I'd be like, oh, I don't want to. No, I sound ridiculous. I understand. understand Uh But I learn a lot about myself in editing this show. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I am not a complete piece of shit. Sometimes I do know things. A lot of times I just be making it up, but that's okay too. (laughs) It sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. So number eight says the simple act of smiling and laughing has been proven to enhance one's move, move, one's mood. (laughs) What am I even saying? Whether it's cat videos on YouTube or binge watching your favorite childhood cartoon, take some time to get a good laugh in. Listen, laughter is 
an amazing prescription. It and is. it's natural. Uh, it's organic. It feels good. Uh, it uh, just no GMOs, no MSG. You feel invigorated when you get a good laugh in. Don't get a good cry laugh listen. in. Listen, you find, you feel like a whole new Pokemon. Oh, listen, leveled up, level up, level, level up, up, level up. Level up. Hey. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, I would definitely encourage this. And this is one thing that is good for the internet because that's where I get a lot of my laughter from. If it's not from like a podcast, it's like a flat out comedy podcast. Just mm. stuff on the internet when I'm scrolling Facebook. That's really one of the only reasons I scroll Facebook for funny video. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I mean, if I see some stuff, I might like it. I may interact here and there. I'll post some foolishness that I post on Twitter, too. But generally, if you see me interacting on Facebook, it's because I'm looking for some funny videos. So tag me in funny videos if we're connected on Facebook. If we're not, don't look for me. I'm a ghost noob cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> but laugh, you know, laugh, smile, have, have a good to, time. Have a good you time. You have to laugh. You have to smile. Um, and it's always something to laugh and smile about. And one thing that I've been learning too is to to find again joy in the smallest of things. Yeah. The smallest, and it's like I'll bust out laughing. I'm at my own jokes because I find myself fucking hilarious. Um, so I have time when I'm cracking the joke. It ain't for nobody else but me to laugh at on the inside. <laughs> no me, <laughs> no me, no me. Because um, I be in here on some foolishness, cracking myself, <laughs> or be in here crying into the pillow, <laughs> and then five minutes later be like, "What the hell wrong with me?" No, laugh at that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, um, but yeah, it's it's always something to laugh and smile at, and. You just have to find it, but you ask, you have to really want to to be in a better headspace too. Yeah. Um, because when you want to stay miserable, no matter what, again speaking from personal experience, when you want to stay miserable, no matter what's around you or how funny it is, you gonna stay miserable. Yeah, goes back to that that difficult task of or that difficult journey of self-awareness it's, mm-hmm. but it's very important it's critical all right number nine says write it out if something has been bothering you write it out getting all those swirling thoughts out of your head and onto paper can reduce symptoms of depression and from my experience according to the author can really help get a handle on thoughts that seem to keep repeating themselves um, I'm going to amend this one and say whatever works for you, because yeah. like writing it, like I've tried to journal in the past. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't help me. But over the years, I've been fortunate enough and blessed enough to have a handful of close friends that I can vent to. And that helps me versus writing. Like I need someone to just vent to or I need someone to bounce ideas off of. If I'm trying to Mm. work something out, it doesn't help me to write it down unless it's like a to do list when I can break the whatever I'm trying to do down into tasks. A perfect example of that would be so for the network that we created, I had to make to do list in order for me to wrap my head around everything that I needed to do. 
Right. And that's as good as it gets for me as writing stuff down. But let's say when I was getting ready to make this move, my head was all over the place because I was just like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I don't have no money. <laughs> I don't know anybody in Seattle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And just talking it out with my friends, getting the encouragement. Cause a lot of it too was, I was, I was scared of the reactions that I was going to get, but getting positive feedback and everyone being like, this is going to be good. It's a good thing. You're going to flourish, et cetera, et cetera. It helped me. So I would say do what works for you. So if it's writing it down in a journal, if you on your Doug funny, have at it. If you like me and you need to talk it out, then do that. If you need to meditate on it, if you need to pray, if you need to talk to yourself, listen, because me, me, myself and I, it's a trilogy. We be in here going at it. All right. It'd be sister circle up in here. (laughs) It'd be plenty of car. I get in the car. Like, so look, bitch. (laughs) Listen, talking. But um, I definitely want like this. I want to get into writing instead of I'm I'm probably end up doing both. So I definitely want to start writing as opposed to just talking so I can go back and read it. Because that's what I really want to be able to do is to go back, read back over things, especially now that I'm in a place where I, I, I'm i more comfortable and more confident in managing my mental health and my anxiety and depression. It, it's good for me to be able to go back. Well, I think it would be good for me to be able to go back and read certain things so that, you know, I can see, okay, well, these are some trends that I'm seeing in when my depression wants to express itself, when my anxiety comes up, these are some trends that I'm seeing when, you know, my mood is elevated. These are the trends for when it's going down so I can manage it a little bit better. And there might not even be trends. You never know. But I would just like to have a, you know, a more documented record of my thoughts and my feelings to go back at and look at and, you know, just see, oh, maybe this is a trigger. <laughs> you know, maybe this... It's something that actually will make me happier. Maybe this won't. So hmm. that's why I, I want to go back to write or start writing it. Um, but I, again, being able to get those, um, get your feelings out and your thoughts out, whichever way you can. Um, and some people do it better when there's some sort of external feedback, and some people do it when it's more of an internal thing. So figure out, like you said, which one works for you. But being, being able to not necessarily even vent, just express yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to sum it up. Find a way and a medium and an outlet to express yourself, and give yourself permission to express yourself. Yeah, you know, learn how. Uh, probably easier said than done, but learn how to stop talking yourself out of it. Stop telling yourself that no one cares. It doesn't have to be for mm-hmm. everyone. Some a lot of the things that we do. And we express are for ourselves, not for everyone else. So give yourself that permission. Mm-hmm. And that probably and is a good way to get uh, to slide into number 10, which says, forgive yourself, forgive others. I'm probably going to have an issue with this one, but let's see what it says. It says, <laughs> it may not happen overnight, but being able to process and move forward from experiences from your past is worth the work. Well, they didn't go the direction that I thought they were going to go, but they also didn't give much of an explanation at all. But I do <laughs> agree with forgiving yourself and 
I've talked about my views on forgiving others on this show before. I don't think that it's a one-stop shop for being able to move on from situations and whatnot, but that's my personal opinion and my personal experience. Um, But I do subscribe to getting to a point where you have dealt with whatever it is. I just don't like the idea of me being able to move on and deal with something, meaning I have to forgive the person who has made a transgression against me. I don't want my personal journey to be dependent on that. So I have learned how to work things out and be like, you know what? It is what it is. What's happened has happened. And I'm going to leave it there versus well, I need to forgive them in order for like, but that's just me. I'm, I'm not wired that way. I get it. And I know a lot of people, they preach that. And it's like, forgiveness is for you, not for the other part. Listen, forgiveness is something that I have to put effort into. So if I'm going to put effort into forgiving someone, then they need to be putting the effort into earning that forgiveness. That's a different conversation, but that's just my personal view. But I do agree that learning how to deal with things and getting to a point where we can move on, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's like me and just processing internally and moving on, whether it's blocking them from all facets of life. I was going to say whether it's burning down their house on some Lisa Lopez shit, but don't do that. No, we don't. We, no, it's 2019. We we act like adults. Um, well, I mean, you know, you, sh- you shouldn't have done it in 1996 either. But I mean, it is what it is. We, we didn't have some, we didn't have Tumblr back then to to teach us about things. But no, uh, interesting question. How do you define forgiveness? Like, what does that mean to you? Forgiveness to me means acknowledgement of wrongdoing and an agreement to move past it and stop there. And then beyond that, it depends on how the forgiveness goes and what's being forgive what's being forgiven. For me, that forgiveness involves that other person. Mm. Whereas, like I said before, if I want to move on from something, I don't want that to be dependent on the other person because it doesn't make sense to me to be like I forgive XYZ person and they done moved on with their life they don't give a damn about me they ain't thinking about me I'm like well I don't really want to think about them in that regard in order for me to move on I want to be able to move on and Mm. if that situation is ever picked up it's going to be picked up where it was and it's like okay well if you want to be forgiven then you need to make that known and, and do the work that it takes to forgive but I definitely feel like it's it's a uh, to me forgiveness is more of a it's it's kind of like a like a dichotomy you know what I mean like it's a it, it has to be those two things in there and whether or not you give that other person the opportunity to be a part of the process I mean okay I get that I just know that for me I can't stress this enough I don't want my ability to move on to be cogn to be uh to be dependent on saying, Okay, you hurt me but I forgive you. 
I want to be able to say I was hurt. I was hurt. I learned. And now I am a different person. I'm a stronger person and I'm moving on. And I don't have nothing to do with you being forgiven. Me acknowledging your forgiveness, whether or not I continue to fuck with you from that point on. Because I know a lot of people hear that and they think, oh, well, just because you forgive somebody don't mean you have to keep allowing them to do. X. I get that. But it's different mm-hmm. for me. But anyway, I feel like I need to do a whole show about forgiveness. I feel like I've done this, but I mean, it may be <laughs> worth revisiting because now I kind of want to <laughs> listen. 2019 is going to be the year of series on this show. So maybe I'll do like a forgiveness series. We love growth, but no, um, that's because I've always just thought of forgiveness as like, I don't have any hard feelings towards you or what you did. Like it sucked. It wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't hold any negativity towards you or your actions anymore. That is how I've always conceptualized it. Um, yeah. Which is why for me, it's always been like, it's necessary for me to forgive somebody because I don't like walking around with negative energy around me or negative feelings around me. Um, and that's fair. Me. I think that the the feeling is the same, but the terminology is different because like mm-hmm. I said, if I'm saying I'm forgiving someone, then that is a willful act. And that's a decision that I've made to say, okay person what you've done hurt me but i've moved on i don't know however you concept conceptualize that but it 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 involves that person um oh yeah it ain't got nothing to do with them for me (laughs) that's what i'm like we're saying the same thing but we just use different words because to me forgiveness is a like okay so what i really mean is for me forgiveness is a tool that stays in the bag unless I decide that I'm going to continue fucking with you. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if I'm just need needing to move on and it don't have nothing to do with you. Cause we don't, we're not in communication or I've decided you're too toxic to be in my life. X, Y, Z. Then I'm just moving on. But if I've mm. decided, or if I'm going to try to be like, okay, I want you to stay in my life, but we need to get over this hump. Then I'm gonna. Then I would say, okay, I forgive you. There's no hard feelings, X, Y, Z. Like that's that's the difference, I guess, for me. Gotcha. In a nutshell, yeah. I forgive people. It's like I'm, I'm not talking to you anymore. Like I don't, I, I don't want to be bothered with you. <laughs> but don't think I don't forgive you because I do. But <laughs> but you can. You're, you're kick rocks. Equipped. You're not equipped to be around me, or vice versa. <laughs> so fair enough. We're not going to continue any dealings with each other. But there are no hard feelings. I ain't got nothing but love for you. But I love you from back here. <laughs> from afar. <laughs> the farthest. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap this up. Number 11 says simply take a moment and focus on your breathing. Do some yoga, you know, getting your down dog and transition that into your plate and then your chaturanga and then get you a nice upward dog going oh, and then go back okay. into your down dog. It says, <laughs> all <of> that. <laughs> but it says intentional deep breathing relaxes the body and the mind. Taking slow, deep breaths reduces feelings of stress, anxiety, and depression. When in doubt, breathe. <laughs> that and what Huey said and whatever helps you focus. And again, it's this is one of those things where 
you really number one have to be open to the idea of it actually helping you. Yes. And and just getting acclimated to the process and, and learning how to do it properly. Um, because if you go into it like this shit ain't gonna help me, then it probably isn't. But you really have to be in that mindset, okay, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to actually put effort into it with the expectation of a positive outcome. Yeah. Um, and then just get into the habit. I feel like that's with a lot of things. I mean, if you go into it with an open mind, because I feel like a lot of times we go into things, it's like, oh, this ain't going to work. Like, it's like, yo, what the fuck is y'all going to do for me? Nothing. I feel like, fuck that. It ain't going to do nothing. And now I'm like, yo, I be feeling good as shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at this. This is all kinds of relaxed. Um, so, yeah, just be open to it. And it, it very well may not work. But you, the first thing is being open to it and, and willing to actually put valid effort into seeing if it'll work for you. Absolutely. That's really the main. But again, it goes back to that self-awareness because it will then mm-hmm. be easier. And it's a journey of self-discovery to learn what works for you, mm-hmm. what calms you down, what eases your anxiety. And it's it, it's more difficult for some people. But it is worth the work. It's worth the effort. It is. I would recommend ten of ten. Jolly good fun. I recommend anything that does not involve you uh, diminishing the quality of life of others or yourself. (laughs) I agree. That's a good statement. Make that Um, your make that your uh, presidential slogan in twenty whatever year. I don't, of what? I don't. President of Boys of Love. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because I don't like this country enough to be running for nobody's office or anything. Well, with that being said, <laughs> y'all not gonna stress me out. Uh-uh. No, they're not gonna make you go gray. I'm just getting Pre-gray. to a point where I feel like my skin is about to be popping and flourishing. I feel good. I feel like I look good. What y'all are not going to do is have me stressed out. I didn't cut me out of my diet to be looking all old, ran down, and raggedy because y'all want to stress me out being the president. No. I am not drinking three liters of water a day, pissing every 15, 30 minutes to look stressed and tired. Yeah. You know what? I agree. But what <laughs> what they are going to do is... <laughs> is find you on the interwebs if you want them to so oh i would love that because all of my profiles are public um you can me on twitter or instagram at baby huey that's b-a-e-b-y-h-u-e-y um and check out my podcast boys of the rc and boys love mariah and i have something else in the work i really work so i'm very excited about that um, and then you can see me on Chapter Two of the web series on Amazon Prime. True. And can do the web series on YouTube. I need to catch up. I haven't been able to watch because of my uh, moving and <laughs> lack of Wi-Fi. But now that I'm back in the 21st century, boy Jetson, <laughs> I can on. get back to it. Hey, Trail Roy Jetson. Yes, no me. <laughs> I look good and green too. <laughs> Ow. But no, uh, thank you so, so much for carving some time out of your schedule to be on the show again. It's, it's always nice to have a good conversation with you. You're one of my faves. Oh, you're one of my faves, too. 
Oh, <laughs> I just be out here, you know. Mind if I love black ass business all the time. Like, Everything hey, is y'all. love. Yes, come on, Urban Contemporary Album of the Year. <laughs> Grammy winning. No. <laughs> <laughs> so like they can. Oh my god. Okay, so that's it, you guys. So that's that on that. Another show in the books. Real quick before we get out of here, chime in. If you have thoughts on what you've heard, sound off. Use the hashtag GaySidePod when you're live tweeting or posting about the show. As a brief reminder, you can listen to this show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, countless others, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Send in any gay side mail to gaysidestories at gmail.com. And that can be letters, compliments, show topic ideas, stories, pitches for being on the show. If you want me to be on your show, send all of that stuff to gaysidestories at gmail.com. Take a moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating. And if you really love what I'm doing here, write a review. That's how people find us and Despite how Apple treats that podcast app, it is still the biggest hub for podcasts and we want to be seen. With all that being said, thank you so much for listening. And as always, make sure you're sharing this podcast with others. I appreciate the likes, but reposting and resharing could potentially turn into a new listener. Remember, you can also find me on Ratchet Ramblings with Jeremy and Candace discussing black reality TV shows and being probably offensive, but it's all in good fun. Lastly, I say this all the time and I mean it. Love yourself and whether you're top, bottom, verse, however you identify, protect your walls or they will crumble. You do not want to be out here with walls like ancient ruins. And I'm out. See you guys when I see you.